Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. You look good this morning. Smile at your neighbor and tell them, I'm glad you're sitting by the best looking person in the room. All right, tell them that. Let them know it. Just go ahead and just declare it. Amen. Tell them, I'm glad you're sitting by the best looking person in the room this morning. Amen. Come on. It's not going to see if it's true, I heard. So, uh, but, but I'm glad you're here. Uh, I tell you, man, it's just good to be in God's house, is it not? Oh, man, praise God. If this is your first time with us at Faith Renewed, we always just want to just say how glad we are that you're here. And so, Faith family, would you let our first-time guests know, in-house or at home, you love them? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so good. So make yourself at home today. Find yourself a home here. We would love for you to be a part of what God's doing in this place. But um, well, we do this around here I, I, every week. It's cool. I love it. We go to God's Word. So uh, if you brought your Bible, um, do this, or you can f- turn with me on your phone, look at the screen or whatever, but go with me to Mark chapter 10. Yeah, Mark chapter 10. And if you're a version Bible app user, uh, you can do this right now. You can click... Right there on that Uversion app, on more, and then events, and actually follow right along with me. And I encourage you to do this. You can always share those, save those. If you don't save them, it will disappear in about a week. So um, if you want to save it, I think that's a great thing. But Mark chapter 10, if you have the red letter edition, uh, you will see that this is the words of Jesus, um, him speaking uh, to us. We know that all the Bible is God's word, and we trust that to be true, and But we today see this is red letters of Jesus speaking. And it says this in verse 43. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be a slave of all. Mm. For even the Son of Man, he's referring to himself. He's speaking there about about his, his very self. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Man, that's so good. I want to read verse 45 again. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. We always want to, again, be like Christ. So let's pray. So, Father, we thank you today. For what you're doing in this room, God, we thank you for the opportunity, the privilege that it is to gather and worship God. And Lord, may our hearts today be open to serve you more. And Lord, be more like you've called us to be. Step into our purpose and calling in Jesus' name. Would you say it? Amen. 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 Who got an extra hour of sleep? Just by a show of hand. Come on. All right. Some of you got that. Who still woke up at the same time you always wake up because of that internal clock? And you're like, man, I wish I could turn that one back an hour. Yeah, that was me. I'm a six o'clock man for the most part. And uh, so this morning, I was a five o'clock guy. And uh, so um, that Sunday afternoon nap is just going to look better and better and better. But don't do that yet, all right? Stay awake. Tell your neighbor, stay awake. 
Amen. Well, today we're doing this. We're following in on and moving into a little bit next step down the line in a series called Why? And uh, I love this. Uh, we have been in this series looking at the core values of our church, looking at what we believe as a church. And uh, today we're going to be looking at our fifth core value in just a moment. But last week in just quick reflection, we talked about why mission. And how many of those, man, we're called to be missionaries. Amen. We are on a mission in this house to make Jesus known and to share him with every person that we can. And so, again, thank you for being a missional church. I love you, man. And, I, again, I love what we do here and what God's doing. And today I'm going to do this. We're going to continue in this series, and I'm going to share our fifth core value. And today we're going to talk about why serve. Oh, come on. Amen. I heard that. And uh, so I want you to know just straight from the beginning, this is not a message today to make you feel guilty into serving if you're not. All right. So, so some of you are like, what's the motivation, you know, behind these kind of things? Um, I'll share with you the motivation. I'm just going to share our heart and you know, just straight by, you know, today what, we, what we're all about. But it's not just that. I, so I don't want you to f- kind of feel that way if that's kind of what's going on. But I, I want to celebrate those who do serve in this house and let you know, man, again, just to encourage you and why we're doing this and the difference that you're making. And also I want to celebrate you and say thank you for what you're doing. And uh, I also want to do this though. I want to give an invitation to every person who has not yet stepped into a place of service. And uh, that's my heart of that. That is the desire of this today because again, serving is so important for Christians. Amen. Because we just read what Jesus did. Again, one of the reasons that he came to serve and to lay his life down for us. And so we know this. We've, we hit this one earlier in this series. That's the, the verse that said, man, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so we talked about on that day what we as a household are going to do corporately and individually. But today I want to zero in on that word that we're going to actually serve him and do what he's called us and asked of us to do. So again, today we're going to talk about why serve. And so I'm going to give you a few this morning. You can follow along there on the screen on your YouVersion app. But number one is this, we were created to serve. I don't know if you know that. You were created to serve. He made you and designed you for that purpose. I love Ephesians, man. Ephesians is an incredible book. I hope you read Ephesians. And uh, it's so good. Ephesians 2 says this. It says in verses 8 through 10, it says that it is for by grace you have been saved through faith. Come on. It is by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. All right. So again, today salvation comes to us as a free gift from God. It's by the grace of God, and we connect with that or to that by putting our faith in God. All right. And so this again, this is how salvation comes to us. This is how we get saved. Again, is a gift from Him, and it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So I'm not, we can't brag about today if we're a Christian. We can't brag about being a Christian. If we boast in anything, Paul said, we boast in the Lord. Amen. We boast in him and his goodness and his grace. But this is what he says. All right. So again, now we get saved by this thing called grace. We connect to that by this thing called faith. And then this is what he says in verse 10. For we are his workmanship created. 
All right? So you were made. You were created. You were designed in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, this is incredible because we see, again, it is not salvation by works. Uh, that, is, that is a cult that would tell you that. That is a false religion that would tell you that. And there are many of them out there today doing that. You, we, we see so many working so hard. And I, 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 I'm thankful, man, again, for a, a, just a God who is just gracious enough to me to gift me salvation. Because I can't work hard enough for that. I can't earn that. I, can't des- I don't deserve that. And so there are a lot of people out there, honestly, they're working harder than Christians a lot of times. And they're working in that light because, man, they believe that's how salvation will come to them. Now, again, we're not saved by what we do, but we are saved now for a work to do. We are saved to do now good works in him. So he says that salvation is a gift from God. It's the gospel. And we're hardcore, man, about the gospel in this place, man. We love Jesus, man. And we celebrate the gospel here that he came out of heaven and he came to earth. Amen. He he took on the form of man and he died on a cross for our place, for our sins. He took every bit of that upon himself. Amen. We are saved by that grace. Amen, and we love it. We celebrate it. We were singing about it earlier that, man, that he got up. He's alive today. We believe he ascended to heaven. is going to come again, and I love this. It's the gospel message. But I also want to make sure we get this. He said he came to serve. And I, if we're going to take on the name today, and we should, and there's nothing wrong, if we're going to take on the name as a disciple of Christ, as a follower of Jesus, as a person who says, I'm a Christian, that means we want to do what Christ did. And so Christ was this. Christ was real big on taking up, not titles, but towels. And I love that. Again, again, places and titles and positions, all those things are important, man. They're so needed because, again, it helps put structure in place. But Christ was really focused in on towels, man. The one who created the heavens and earth did this, took a, took a towel, the Bible says, and girded himself. He put it around his waist. He got down, and he actually took on that form of a servant, not just on the cross, but in the natural by actually washing the feet of the disciples. Now, I love this. Again, I want to be that, and I believe this. I believe true Christians are more concerned about titles than titles. And again, titles are, are important and needed, but again, I want to be a follower of Jesus. I want to serve him. And this is the thing about serving. This is one of the reasons I believe it's so important, because you can fake spirituality. Remember the disclaimer early on. Not, this is not to get on anybody, all right? This is to celebrate who's doing it and giving an invitation. So just, again, free, breathe in, breathe out. <clears throat> okay, good. All right, we're good. All right, so we're back. But you can fake that. <laughs> now, again, we're, we're family. We go, if we're going to say we're a family in church, that means we, we just need to be real. Come on, can I get a witness? Amen. And just talk and be honest. So, but we can fake that. We, we can, we sing hallelujah. And we can just lift our hands and worship. We can tell, man, I'm spiritual. Man, I've been doing this. I've been, I've been praying. I've been reading the Bible. I've been doing this. And all those things are important. But you can fake it. Some have been doing that for years. 
And, and this is what the invitation is this, is to come to Christ and truly receive the gift of grace. And, and, and you don't have to fake it. Again, just come to him. But, but we can't fake that. But this is what I've learned. You can't fake serving. You, you either do it or you don't do it. All right, so it's just like one of these things. like you don't come in here in your mind and say, I'm serving in my mind. All right, I mean, you don't give when the offering place. I'm giving in my mind right now. No, you actually, you go and you, you give. You do these things. You, you serve. So this is what we see. And again, Jesus said to do this. And I encourage you if, you, if you haven't yet found your, your maid, if, if you're, again, if you're in a relationship looking for somebody, again, I would say look for someone who is serving. Oh, man, I wish y'all would help me right now. Amen. I, I, you look for somebody. Who, because if you find somebody who has a servant's heart, they'll serve you at home. Come on, you'll serve at work. They'll, they'll have a servant's heart, and they live that lifestyle. So, again, walk this out. And so be, and be very concerned as you do this. Be careful because I believe this. Our disposition is just as important as our position. And so when the position that we're called in, we do that with a servant's heart, with the right attitude. We don't come in here. and We don't act like man, and we don't say, man, this is a drudge. Man, this is something I hate doing. No, we do this because it is a pleasure. It's an opportunity, and God created you. He designed you and made you for this purpose. He said it this way, for good works. Think about it right now, that before anything ever happened, God did this. I've got a purpose that I want to see fulfilled, and I'm going to make this person the one to do it. It means that you're not an accident. That means you didn't show up, and then God be like, what am I going to do with this one? Come on, amen. You feel that way? Like, man, he has nothing for me to do. No, please understand. You didn't show up and he's going to be like, now what am I going to do? No, he designed you, made you, and I believe this. I've seen this. I've actually watched this happen. If someone doesn't step into the place of service, they end up miserable. They end up being frustrated all the time. They end up being hard to be around. And, 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 it's, and it's some of that. So I don't want that for you because your purpose and design, you were created to serve. So tell you, man, that's why you're here. Come on, he created you to serve. Now, now secondly, number two this morning is, is simply this. Um, we need you to serve. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, man. Um, we need you to serve. Now, I'm a, again, I goes, I'm all about family. And again, I don't have to perform and put on fronts and just this kind of stuff here. We don't do that here. Um, that's why I believe you're here because you love this place. It's real. And we're honest. And so this is the truth. Church growth uh, folks would tell me to not make the statement like I just made. It's a true statement. They would tell them, huh, you just get up and you cast vision. All right? and, uh, and we do that. Every week here, we cast vision every week. And uh, again, we share the purpose, the vision, the call, why we're here. And, uh, and I understand that that sounds trendy and that sounds spiritual, and it is. It's awesome. And uh, again, we teach vision and we talk about it and we share that. And it's just a, it's a big deal that we do that. But if we want to do this, if we want to look at ourselves as family and we want to talk about it, that means we need to have family meetings from time to time and gather, come together, get real, get serious, and talk about the stuff. So, again, I want you to understand, we actually need you to serve. Now, this is what's awesome. You look at what happens here week in, week out. If you're newer here, you're like, man, this place has it all together. All right? And... Uh, 
And in a way, I guess we do, because God's always faithful. And he's so good. He's so good. And, and it does. I mean, so you, you could come in because things do flow here so well. And God does so many great things here. You actually, if you didn't know the inner workings of what was happening, you may come into the service. You may kind of see what's happening and say, well, man, they don't need me right here. I, I want you to know that's so far from the truth. Uh, I, I want you to know that is not the case. I mean, again, I, I want you to see that none of this, it just happens. Yeah. I mean, none of this just happens. None of this just is like, ha, huh, no fairies come in and clean the church. <laughs> At all. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it, man? You know, like, call the angels down from heaven and send them down to vacuum the house, man. Amen. Uh, and, and dust. No, they, they clean the toilets, angels, in the name of No, they don't do that. And, but, but this is what happens. It happens because we have some faithful people yeah. Yeah. in this house, and I celebrate you, and I'm thankful for you who come in and prepare this building to be worshipped in, who come and help us, who come during the week and do things that you never see, who do things at home that you never know they're doing, and they are investing in what is being done here to make Jesus known. And today I celebrate you. Amen. Give, give us, come on, let's give God a praise offering right now for that. Amen. Amen. I believe we would recognize real quickly how fast it would be if things are not getting done. Real quick. It wouldn't take long. And it's happening. But it's happening a lot of times because there are people who are serving and are so faithful. And I'm thankful for them. But some of them are doing really more than what they need to do in this house. Pastor, you actually said that. Yeah, yeah, they're doing more than they need to. Why are they doing more? Because, again, there should be others. Man, we, I don't know if you realize it, man. God is bringing people into this house. We're growing. We're reaching people. During pandemics, churches have closed down, and we've grown. During pandemics, man, people have walked away from church. They're closing doors all around. That's not happening here. People have come here, and I'm so thankful for that. Matter of fact, again, we're seeing God do some incredible things through very difficult seasons of life for so many people. And it's happening, and it happens because we have so many people that are faithful and I'm, I think of, I'm thankful for you but again this doesn't just happen you know when we started we started a live stream last year in February of 2020 and just the addition again people don't see how what all happens to make that happen Again, those who are watching at home, man, I'm so thankful God is using this medium. People who's going to watch this on YouTube later they're going to see this down the road man I, just, I love that but it doesn't just happen. Just in our audiovisual team alone, there was an addition of four people needed just by taking on a live stream. Just for one Sunday. So you're like, man, do they need me? Yeah, we need you. Yeah, there's opportunities for you. You're vi- tell the person beside you, you're valuable. <clears throat> yeah, tell them that. Say, you're really valuable. I don't know if you see how valuable you are. You may not know this. We get up here every week and talk about, man, that we have Faith Kids Ministry happening. Do you know, are you, are you aware that it takes 26 people to have a Faith Kids Ministry on a Sunday morning? Yeah. What? 
26 people, man, who are, who are who, and I believe this, I'm not just going to call them bodies or people, I want to call them ministers, just like every person who serves, whether you're at the door greeting, you're a minister, whether you pick up a vacuum cleaner, you're a minister, whether you're loving on kids, you are a minister, and it takes 26 ministers on a Sunday morning to run a Faith Kids ministry in this house, and I applaud our Faith Kids service and ministers in this house, amen, I honor you today, I'm so thankful for you. Man, and, and I want you to see this. You're valuable. You're needed there. And when you do this, you're not doing this. I got to watch the kids today. <laughs> I guess it's my Sunday to watch the kids. I told one of the dads the other day, you know, they were having to, to be at home and, and, and take care of children while their wife was out shopping. All right. And I was just, and I, I just want to say they had their shopping trip yesterday. And I made this statement along the lines, you're not watching your kids. You, take, you ain't taking care of your kids. You're parenting your kids. And so I want you to see this. We get up and we dedicate children to the Lord. And we ask you to stay and ask you to help us raise them. So we don't believe you're doing this. You're, you're watching our kids. We believe you're pouring Jesus into our kids. And you're making the gospel known to them. And you're setting forward a generation that's going to help change the world. That's going to usher in, I believe, the greatest revival the church has ever seen. And it happens when we see this we're needed to do it every person this is what first corinthians 12 says verse 27 now you are the body of christ and members individually so that means if you make up the body of christ we need you i don't believe anybody in this room wants to cut off any parts of their bodies right now I'm not volunteering for that illustration. Amen. I'm not going to use that today as a sermon illustration. Come on, volunteers. Come on, raise your hand. Come on up. No, I'm not. I wouldn't do that. As a matter of fact, I heard a story. There was a pitcher who was, I mean, so gifted, talented, had, had a setup. We want to have a big career in this. And he broke it. What I call, I call it a pinky toe. You know what a pinky toe is? It's a little toe. Amen. In the South, I don't know how you, but we call it pinky toe. He broke his pinky toe and it didn't heal back right. And he lost his baseball career. No volunteers for the pinky toe break either. Amen. And because and every part is valuable. Every part is needed. Every one of you in this room, you are called. You are called. He's bringing you in. And, and I just, again, you're so important. And this is how I look at it. And I've had to, had to tell people, pray that I just be more pastoral and loving in this area. But I just look at this. I just look at it this way. It's the least I can do. For the one who got on a cross and gave his life for me, I owe him everything. I'm getting, I'm not saved by giving and doing everything. But because he saved me, I want to do everything I can. And and again, I'm just I just see it in that light. Again, we owe it. It's just Paul said it's just our reasonable service, man, to present our bodies as living sacrifices just to be holy, acceptable, be used of him. And again, he gave me everything. Now, some of you, it may have gone through your mind that, man, are you, are you trying to say that I have to serve in church to be a servant? And I'm going to answer that and let you know, no, that's not true. It's not. It's not true. You don't have to serve in church to be a servant of God. I, that's not true. But I was thinking about something. And I was like, man, 
And I was like, ugh. And it was hard for me to get away from this. And I, I'm not saying, again, you have to serve in church to serve Jesus. But if the facility in the building where we gather is called God's house, and the people are, are, we, are gathering in God's house is the body of Christ. I don't think it's the only way we serve Jesus, but I think it's probably the best way that we can serve Jesus when you're serving him in his own home and you're serving the very one who got on the cross and gave his life for you. Amen. So again, we serve him in this life. We want to lay everything down and we need to be a part of this. Galatians 5.13 says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use your liberty as an opportunity for the flesh but to love but to love serve one another but through love serve one another listen I, it's true man each of us are called to serve one another and serve him now I, i've seen this you can get advancement in places without service but not in the kingdom you can. You can get investment in service in places without keeping you. Again, by faking it, by trying to act like, by doing stuff, making people think. But, man, it's true service that will get you advancement in the kingdom. And so this is what a servant does. Service is, how can I help you? And when was the last time we just went before God and said, God, how can I help you? There's been a lot of times I've went before him and said, God, help me. As a matter of fact, God, this list... Do your thing. When's the last time, man, we said, God, what can I do for you? How can I serve you? And, and again, if we're his body, it's us serving one another and it's loving each other in that light. Mark Batterson, a pastor and author, made a very heavy statement. He said, most Christians are educated way beyond the level of their obedience already. We don't need to know more. We need to do more. And again, man, you know me. I'm all about knowing and learning and being a disciple and growing and, and walking in that, becoming deeper into God's word. But, man, if we can know a lot of stuff, if we never do it. Yeah. Come on, you know, so this is an invitation for us all. And I'm just going to say this. And, again, I know against church growth people wouldn't thumbs this one up if I posted it. But attending is not serving. That's called attending. <laughs> yeah, that was deep. Amen. It's called attending. And what's sad is I feel like, man, we're, you know, we're in a world where we're having to like do everything to like beg people just to come to church. Amen. And again, he got on the cross for me, man. He gave his life for me. And so, again, it's the least I can do. And so I, I've done something. If you follow along on the U version uh, right now, uh, you'll see this. And, again, this is, this is just right there in the, right in the palm of your hand right now. And it's uh, on whatever platform that you're watching on. Um, right now, there's actually a Next Steps link. But if you look at it right now, and, again, Pastor, are you trying to hit me up? Yeah, I'm trying to hit you up right now. Because, uh, uh, again, you were created to do it. And you were needed to do it. So you go fulfill purpose in that. You're going to find value, man. You're going to feel better about doing this. So I want you to look at this. There's a, there's a next steps link that we have. This is going to be our hub for, for anything happening. You'll always find this there in the Church Center app. It's right over in the palm of your hand. You could go on any platform, any of our media device, anything, that, any place that you go, whatever platform, you'll see this. And so this is what you'll do. You can just click right on there and find you a place to get plugged in. Find you a place to serve, man, because you're so needed. You're valuable. You can 
again, right there. I love it. And so we see this. We see you serving as just another step in your walk with God. I mean, that's just what, what we see. It's how Jesus set it up. It's how he set it up so you can become a member there, commit your life to Christ, join a faith group, learn more about following Jesus, receive prayer, share testimony, sign up for baptism, so many other things. But right there, you can also serve on a dream team. Man, you can lead a faith group. You can learn more about being a part of our care ministry, our epic, our special needs ministry, kids, students, hosts, prayer, production, safety, worship. There are a lot of things that go into making this happen every week. And it's awesome. And each one of them are happening because, man, we're trying to get as many people to Jesus as we possibly can, man. So, again, find your place. Get plugged in. And finally, thirdly this morning is this. Serving produces a blessing. Do you understand that? Serving produces a blessing. I love the story. Matthew chapter 8, verse 14 through 17. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, which is awesome. Amen. I love it. We can come to his house, but I love it. We just, we just have to take him with us. Amen. Back home. Amen. Again, your home will change if Jesus is in there with you. Amen. So he goes with him, and he saw his wife's mother lying sick with fever. You get Jesus in your house, you'll see the need, and he'll do a work. So, so verse 15, so he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. That's awesome. She would not like, oh, man, what do I do now? Just serve him. I love it. This is awesome. So when the evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Do you see the blessing that happens? Somebody serving Again, getting Jesus into their home, Jesus touching and blessing and bringing a blessing and a healing upon the mother-in-law. Her response is get up and serve. But do you see this? She served Jesus and fed him. And then he goes out and everywhere he goes, heals people, sets them free and delivers him. I believe Peter's mama-in-law was just as important as Jesus was in that story. Come on, just why would you say, is that, no, it's, it's important because he put it in there. He wanted us to see it, and this brings a blessing for us when we do this. And so she just gets up. She arises and just serves. I believe that's only our perfect and our best response is that when Jesus touches our life and heals us to get up and serve him. That's our best response. And so, again, I love it right here. And so, again, we see healing. We see all this flow. And, again, she... The mother-in-law technically never healed any of them, but wasn't a part in healing all of them. Because she served Jesus. You never know, man. I'm serious. I, I get excited, man. I've been crying a lot this week because I just like, I can't wait. And I, I don't want to rush this thing. <laughs> but when we get to heaven... <laughs> all eternity... To be able to fellowship with those who are like, man, thank you for what you did. We're like, man, I take this. We're just going to keep laying at the feet of Jesus. But, man, we never know what happens because this is what it does. Serving produces a blessing. And, and this is what's incredible. It produces an eternal blessing 
for us. You got to see it. This is not just temporary. We may not get the recognition here. And again, sometimes, man, we're flawed and, and I don't do well. Sometimes it's recognizing that and thanking people enough, man. And I want to do better, but man, you know what Jesus is going to do? We're going to hear the Father say, and we, we see this, and he told us this. He said this in Matthew 25, 23. He said, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. Not well done, good and faithful attendant. Not well done, good and faithful mom. Dad, Papa, those are all great things. But he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Oh, man. Would you stand? And... um. I want to ask you something this morning. I want to close this last verse. And <clears throat> I just want to ask you a question today. First of all, he said this in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, man. And therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. There's a lot of things we can put our effort, time, and energy into, but it's in vain. It is. There are a lot of things we can do and invest in and sow it to be active in, but it's in vain. Do you know he said this, man, nothing that we do in him is in vain. It's effective. It's making a difference. You're making a difference. And so I want to ask you just to, do, just to bow your heads, close your eyes. And this may... Surprise you by what I want to ask first, but this is the first question that God placed in my heart to ask you. And it's this. How can we serve you this morning? All this preaching, all this teaching, all this talking about, man, like I'm going to, I'm going to get you to serve right now. And I'm going to do that in a second. But God's called this house to be a place that serves like he does. And we have so many that do it so well. And this is what I want to do first of all. All this happens because, again, so many. So faithful, so thankful for you. And we're here today to do this right now. We want to serve you. What do you mean by that, Pastor? What do you need? What can I do for you? For some of you right now, maybe it's just it's prayer that you need. Well, maybe, again, in a room like this, and so many of us, again, attending, watching online in this house, there's a lot of us that gathered. Also, again, you came with things in your life. We don't want you to leave with that. We want to be able to serve you and minister to you right now. So if you have a need, before we take a step further, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand right now. I want you to do this. I just want you to go ahead and just step out and just come. If you have a need in your life, if you need prayer, and I, I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of folks who just need today, need prayer. It could be emotional, physical. It could be, man, a spiritual situation. Whatever. Financial need. Whatever. If you have a need, we're just going to serve you right now. And this is not selfish if you come forward. This is not selfish if you step out. This is in no way. It's why we're here. To make Jesus known to you. To minister to you. To serve you. So if you have a need, I just want you to step out. Just, just tell the person beside you, excuse me. Or you can grab their hands and say, walk with me. But come. We want to pray with you. We want to serve you. Minister to you right now if you have a need. Yeah, prayer team is coming. Again, faithful servants. Thank you. If you have a need. First of all, listen, your greatest need today is Jesus.
You can do things for Jesus, but if you don't have Jesus, amen, none of this is, again, none of this matters. But listen, if you, if you need Christ, if you need salvation this morning, you need to surrender your life to him, you may need to rededicate. Man, you're just, th- just Holy Spirit's been drawing things in your heart. You were that prodigal Pastor Lou was talking about who walked away, but Jesus is, man, today he has his arms open and he's calling you home. The Father's saying, come. Listen to Pastor Shear. Don't stay where you're at. Don't, don't do that. Don't miss this moment. Come on. Let this body serve you right now. Let us gather around you. Let us pray for you. So if you need that. And I want to ask you this secondly. If you're not here, you don't need prayer. Listen, today, if you're not serving, I am asking this now of you. Pray. Ask God right now where you need to be plugged in at, what you need to be doing. And listen, we're not going to get you to, we're not going to sign you up, put you to work every week and that kind of stuff. We have incredible leaders in these teams who will help you, who will work with you. If you communicate with them, the level of commitment you want to commit to, we'll help, we'll help make that happen. But man, this is a part of serving. So if you just want to serve Jesus, man, if you want to live your life for him, you want to be more like him as he came and served, would you just lift up all your hands to him right now? If you've been using your gifts in this house, can you just right now, just one more time, anew and afresh, just lift up your hands and give this back to him and just say, God, thank you for the opportunity today to do this. I just pray right now, and I just feel like God wants to restore right now just a level of passion and desire for some of you who have been serving. Amen, because it has been hard. Because you have been maybe jumping in, doing roles, again, having to step in and fill in areas or whatever. And maybe that's been tough for you. But listen, we just want to pray God strengthens you today and renews you. So just right now, just if you would, I just want the family to minister to the family, the body to minister to the body. Would you place your hand on somebody's shoulder? Would you just begin to pray for one another? Worship team, if you guys would just minister during this time. And again, if you need prayer, come. For any reason at all, we'd love to pray with you, love to minister, serve you as we worship the Lord today. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.